Oh my god, that was amazing. That, that was incredible. That was a vomit of colour, wasn't it? I, I think we need to talk about this. You mean into a microphone? Uh, uh, yes. You know what that means? A uh, what? Launch the Ava. Launch it! Ava launched! Tatsuo! It's over 9,000! Nani? Konnichiwa, and welcome to a special episode of Kawaii Fi. Kawaii Fi Extra! This the second ever be... one we've done. Yeah, this is going to be a new thing. Hey, how many How many have we done? Two. Oh, hooray! <laughs> second the best. Yay. Right. So oh, if you're hot off the heels of our episode 20 last week, looking at this uh, past season's... Oh, uh, no, no, it was... Uh, Halloween anime. That's yeah, right. we were yeah. looking at vampires. Yes. Well, we went and saw Promare tonight, and uh, if you we, haven't yeah. heard of this series, I mean, film, like... We just have to talk about just it. Just have to talk about no, no, it. And that was a point of confusion, actually. I uh, told my mates that I had just gone to see this movie, and they're like, wait a second, I thought that was going to be a series. And, you know, it kind of was. I feel it's like... It's an entire series in two hours. I feel like yeah. I've had an entire two-season series poured into my eyeballs <laughs> with pressure hoses. It hurts, but I kind of like it. So, Promare is uh, Studio Trigger's latest outing. Mm. Um, it's their first big one we've seen at the cinema in quite a while. Um, and, my lordy, it, th- this came out in Japan in May this year. And only now is it reaching us over here in Australia and I believe in the States as well. To give you guys a bit of a backstory, the story of Promare is, well, you know Fire Force? Yeah. It's kind of yes. like that. And you, you know Gurren Lagen. Yeah. Yeah, a bit, a bit like that. What about Redline? And a bit like Slightly that. It's a bit similar. like that. And yeah. You know, there's also a little bit of kill the kill. Well. We're, we're not just saying this randomly. No, we're not. Because there's a very good reason behind all this. Yes. This so, is by Studio Trigger, as we have aforementioned. And the director, who is also the co-founder of Studio Trigger, is Hiroyuki Imaishi. And he worked at Gainax. Oh. Worked at... Uh, worked Gainax. on Yeah, worked on Gurren Lagann as a key animator. Uh, not key What am I talking about? He, sorry, he did Neon Genesis as a key animator That's back in 95. FLCA, is FLCL is an animation director, Fullmetal Alchemist for a few episodes, key animator for Redline. Oof. Then uh, he was the director of Cutie Honey, Gurren Lagann, Panty and Stocking with Guard Belt, <laughs> Kill the Kill, and then many other. I, just, <laughs> I have to watch Panty and Stocking with Guard Belt just to, just to say I've watched it. It's well, I can let you know it is a very unusual twist on animation. It has taken a lot of tips from Western animation, things that ah. were on like um, Cartoon Network. Is it, and is so it on. similar to Kill the Kill, where she's got that special outfit that gives her powers? Oh. No, no. no. <laughs> All right, no. I'll have to watch this clearly. Anyway, yes. we, we digress. Promare is phenomenal. It yes. is an it, assault on your senses. Um, I. I it's oh, a vomit wow. of colour. It really um, is. And then, you know, the, there's also the soundtrack as well, oh. which is just incredible. And I've only just seen this movie. I've only just heard this song and this is... It's stuck honest, in my head. And oh. to be honest, this film for me never slowed down. The move, even in the lulls of the plots, not that there were really many. No. Um, it felt like the movement... Um, 
just kept its momentum. It, it didn't stop. No. It, it's very much like Redline in that aspect where it just there it's es- Redline and Gurren Lagann where it's escalation <laughs> after escalation. If you have ADD, this movie is going to be running at the exact right speed. <laughs> it is. It's great. For everyone else, whoa. It, I am like, I'm a gamer. I play a lot of like FPSs and stuff like that. You have to have great hand-eye coordination. I was only just keeping up with the movies. <laughs> yes. I'm just crazy. It's all yeah. over the place. I'm not sure where you'd start no. to storyboard this. No. <laughs> but the guy that did it is uh, Kazuki Nakashima, and he wrote the screenplay for Promare. Guess what else he wrote? Mm. Gurren Lagann and Kill oh, the Kill. This is like... <laughs> and it really shows. This is like uh, Studio Trigger's love letter to yeah. their past, you know... Uh, foundational shows oh, in a way. Are. And it really is. A lot of the imagery carries over, a lot of the yes. story elements. And the there's a lot of in- imagery that I recognise that was very similar mm. to uh, Redline. For there example, was. in Redline you get a lot of the perspective shots. Um, yeah. shots. So like you'll get like the front of the car is right in your face and the, the back of the car is stretched down in the horizon and it's similar in yeah. this. You get a lot of foreshortening. The, the car designs also kind of herald back artistically to mm. the styles you see in Redline. Oh, it's and exactly like Coco was saying. This is sort of like a love letter to their past mm. and everything that they mm. do. You know. Including drills! <laughs> just so you're aware. And <laughs> even... There is a drill reference. And even... Um, what was uh, the, the scientists? The scientist. Oh um, yeah, scientist, scientist Ardabit. Yeah, she who's um, one of the main character's sisters. Mm-hmm. She was probably the most chill character of them all, but still, that dynamic sort of animation oh. just brought her right out. And not to mention the rest of the main characters. <laughs> yeah, um, like, I mean, th- this. I, I'm not going to lie. I saw the two male leads and the female, and I went. Oh, that's that's definitely not Kamina. That's definitely not Simone, and that's totally not Yoko at all. Yeah, I believe when we were first looking at the trailer for this and that it was coming out, my comment on a prior Kawaii thing was, "Hey, that's Kamina." I didn't expect to see you it's here, Kamina. So good to see Blue him hair, again. Un, you know, unflappable. Just, many, just missing the sunnies. Yes, he is actually. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, well, he, he does have that larger-than-life insanity to him, mm. and one of the things that just was so good so his name's Gallo Timos um, definitely not Kamina he's the blue haired dude you see in all the Promare uh, promotion material okay. and he's the brash new member of the Burning Rescue which is a fire rescue firefighting group yes which, they uh, are you know, they go up against people who have uh, fire abilities much much like a fire force yeah, yeah. there yeah. are a lot of weird crossovers there are a lot of weird crossovers now mm. we're listening um, before we get on to the rest I should mention the soundtrack we're listening to at the moment this is being sung by uh, Benjamin Anderson and MPI they've done one of the main songs called Inferno and listen to this certainly That's, keeps that movement it's up. It's just an anthem, isn't it? It's that, just got that really yeah. hopeful vibe it's to it. Oh, anthemic, excellent beat, mm-hmm. wonderful. Now, um, going to the other characters, you've got Leo Fotia, and i got to be honest, I love Leo's character design. Uh, he starts off as a kind of a villain. Yeah, character. so he's the leader of the Mad Burnish. Uh, the Burnish so, are the people who control fire. 
yes, essentially. It's not fire as we know it. No. It's a different kind of fire, but it but still burns, it yeah. still causes destruction. Very sort of like mutant sort of ideal. It's a very kind of a unique look for yeah. it, isn't it? The colour is kind of like pinks and purples. And, and blues. It, it's literally someone's got fluoros and pastels and mixed them together. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like, you know, instead of having fire that burns like wood, it's fire that burns like neon signs. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It had, it, like, there are some moments in that that just immediately herald back to the 80s. Um, <laughs> some of the animation, actually, because I know there's a lot of CG animation that's been done in that film, and it's got that sort of polygon sort of falling apart mm. and shattering like you know mm. what we used to remember seeing in like the uh ps1 days of like you know sharp yes. edges yeah as opposed uh, as but opposed to it, curves. it doesn't look bad <laughs> like it didn't ps1 days now um it's artistically been done so you've got you know the triangles and polygons disintegrating and so forth and it's beautiful and actually that uh, featured a lot in it there is a lot of the uh triangle symbol Featuring everywhere, mm. whether it's the movement of natural things like wind and water and stuff like that. And I remember that you discovered something, Kenny. Yes, yes. With um, the lens flare. At yeah. the very start, you could notice like the sun peeking over the horizon, and there would be lens flares. But rather than the like, you know, usual yeah, the circular, circular thing, lens it was all square shaped. And, and that's one of the things I noticed throughout the film. Like, and I, you know, it's to do with the art style of what's mm. going on. That everything is quite square or mm. angular as opposed to, you know, circular or refined or shiny that we see in some other anime films. And it's to do with the sort of the style of it all, isn't it? It's, mm. it's got a sort of a uniqueness. And there's little details like that which will just show up at various mm. places. Like, I do film, I constantly brag about that. Uh, so <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm bragging about my student debt. Bragging <laughs> right. I, uh, I'm sort of forced to pick up on little details like that, continuity and stuff. I can never watch the series MASH ever again. Yep. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you will see these little details. Maybe it ta- will take one viewing, maybe it'll take multiple viewing. I'm happy to do that. But yeah, uh, yeah. oof. You know what? Millennial bragging rights is who has the biggest avocado debt. <laughs> Who's Same got thing, the really? biggest higher education debt? That I think out of three of us, that's me. Because they keep going back to I, higher education. I keep going yeah. back because I'm a sucker. I was like, I did well, an arts degree. That's not good enough. Let's go back and do commerce. That was could, a bad idea. Let's now stop we, that. Now, now if I can on. put on my psychologist glasses, I believe this speaks of your latent masochism. Yes. On the note um, of masochist and sadist behaviour, Vulcan Hastus yeah, he is the sadistic leader I of the that. Freeze Force. So yeah, think of the Freeze guy. Force is sort of like... The Freezer Force? No, no they're sort <laughs> of like the CIA to the co- they are to the cops, but in terms of fighting these infernal type beings. Mm. Um, kind of Ginyu Force. Yeah, a bit Ginyu Forcey. Um, but there's some great puns in there. Um, anyway, back Can to I the say, characters. Vulcan Heistus, they've just gotten the E F that the E P H. They've just removed that. From Hephaestus. Vulcan Hef- and Hephaestus are the same oh, god, the same god just in that. different cultures. <laughs> so there you go. There's your history degree. Yay! Mm. Um, something. So <laughs> then you've also got Aina Ardabit. She's definitely not Yoko. Um, she's actually wearing a top which covers all of her top. Um, <laughs> she is so. wearing some really cool, like. She's got a very um, cool style. What are they the like? It looks like one of them is like a thigh high stocking, but then 
the other one goes all like seems to be a legging. I don't know. It's cool anyway. It's very. It's cool. a very um, kind of a crazy random fashion sense in this I, world. I, I mean, it def- it definitely harkens back to like Gurren Lagann and then you know ki- yeah. Kill the Kill, but without going to the extent of you know skin exposure, especially mm. that you see in Kill the Kill. You're not going to see that style of character clothing no. design. I mean, you've which got is Kamina who's constantly topless. I'm sorry, not Kamina, Gallo. No, Tano, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gallo, yes. Gallo, Gallo. Who <laughs> just resembles Kamina in every way except yes. for Sunny. Um, and uh, so she's a member of Burning Rescue who appears to have feelings for Gallo and is frequently by his side, but it's not like that relationship isn't explored or anything like that. It's just kind of, you know, she cares for him, whether that's romantic or not, doesn't really matter. It's about building the relations between the characters as to why they're there. Ah, but that's the thing. Because this feels like it is just a series that's been compacted and then Mm. shoved into your forehead it feels like if this was a series there would be that like that chemistry there if if it was 24 episodes it would have been episode six or seven Uh, (laughs) (laughs) just saying um back to leo he is so the um people who are these infernal people Mm. um so take the same principle as like fire force have you seen that where people are human combusting except that in this world some people are able to control it um, and oh, it seems like they're mostly able to control it. It's mm-hmm. just that there's sort of a little uh, spark yeah. and that they just want to burn. Yeah. So the, 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 they're called the Burnish and um, this guy's got exceptional ability to do it. He cares deeply for the people who are similar to him because the the Burnished are kind of looked upon nastily because of what happened 30 years prior, which was mm. the, the big thing that you see in the opening sequence about the world. I think it's mm. the, the age-old, oh, if we don't understand it, we don't trust it. Exactly. But look, if, if you have this airing locally, now we've seen the Japanese language version, we haven't seen the dub, mm. but the dub is being done by G-Kids. That's the guys who are in charge of doing all of the Ghibli um, hey. works recently um, and they've done quite a lot of other translations which have received a lot of praise so I imagine the dub's going to be equally as good if that's your cup of tea mm. um, fingers crossed go and see it because wow yep you will be very insp- I think you'll be inspired by all the colours used oh yeah I know I described it as a vomit of colour it's a very nice vomit of colour. <laughs> yes. like it's it's it, pleasant it, vomit. It is, it is an assault on the senses, but it's wonderful. It, it really harkens back to that old adage, make sure you watch this in a brightly lit room. With Sit the, well back. From the TV. <laughs> Except that you're going to be in a cinema and it's going to be dark. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we change it up for this. So make sure it's in a semi-brightly lit room. Not a very lit room if it's in a cinema. Sit well back and strap yourself in. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's amazing. And you know what? Can I just say how wonderful it is to watch these things on the big screen these It days? is. Like, more and more anime is coming to the cinema, and, oh, it is a great time for it makes me so nerds happy. and geeks like us. Do you think that at any point a series will go onto the big screen? I'd love to see that. I mean, it's a bit hard. To do um, that for any TV mm, show, there are, mm. there are exceptions, like short-run shows like Black Books, for instance, where it's six episodes, like the UK shows. They do occasionally do showings of them. Okay. Um, and we did see a couple of years back the Doctor Who special um, event ending up on the big screen oh, as yeah. well. Good, but I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find somewhere that would show an entire season to binge-watch. I mean, we are the Netflix generation mm. where binge-watching is becoming the norm. But can you imagine saying to a cinema, we're going to rent this mm. one thing out 
for 12 hours and you're paying, getting one ticket for one it. One never knows. Probably not going to happen. Just imagine <laughs> the toilet keys. <laughs> or, <laughs> or if you've got a small cinema, like we've got Backlot here in Perth, you can actually rent that out yourself. So you, there are opportunities okay. to do it if you've got the disposable money and can sell tickets to it. Um, uh, but get a group together. Yeah. Have a party. Going back to Promare. The soundtrack has been done by Hiroyuki Sawano. You might recognize that name if you've watched Attack on Titan, Seraph of the End, Blue Exorcist, Aldenoa Zero, Cabinary of the Iron Forces, Seven Deadly Sins. Well, if you've taken, you know, a closer look at the credits. Yeah, <laughs> of course. He's done all their opening and closing themes, composition, and the th- music within it. Oh, while wow. he, While, obviously, there are other musicians who will play those parts, he composes a lot of that music mm. or has some form of contribution to make it conform to the style they're looking and for. And as, as we as we were saying before, what a driving beat. What an anthemic sound. And I think we've got it. We can play some. Well, know. we've actually got... This is dubbed as Leo's theme. It's by Superfly, who are... I think it's by Superfly. I'm not sure, because isn't Superfly an English band? No, I think you're thinking of Supergrass. I'm thinking... Yeah, I am. I Ah. am. Either way, um, this is called Kakusai, um, and that was done for, um, you know, this show. And listen to this. Driving beats. A lot of the movement in this film comes from that soundtrack that's it driving does. it forward. Like this song appeared three or four times when Leo was on screen, but Never at lower volumes. So you're sitting there going, oh, "What is that in the background? It's quite low." Like you know, for argument's sake, it might be like down like this for the first time it appears. You know, and they're they're going, "Oh, we got to do this," ah. and then you hear moments where it goes, they stop talking. It's like. And there's so and like, what much is energy mm. to that to this song that it, at, at a lower volume it's still quite a yeah. presence. And Especially that guitar riff. Oh yes. And then it just seems to sort of get progressively more it boosts. Yeah. And then literally at that point actually where <laughs> they have the drums drop out and you can just tell they just go boom <laughs> with the volume and push it back up. And it's got such, as, as Coco keeps saying, such a driving beat. And if you have a listen, the whole soundtrack is on YouTube to listen to. It's also on Spotify. It's also on Apple Music. You can listen to that and just in sequence, that same thrumming beat across every track is there. And it just energizes you. The same sort of way like the music in My Hero Academia gets you just really say, amped yeah. up as it builds. Uh, you Say Run is yeah. the title of the song that's just consistent for that. I think it's about time we get to the fight scenes with Ooh. the Mecha. There oh. is Mecha in this movie. Because All of course there is. Yes. Now, we will not mention how this goes because it's massive spoilers, but let's just say if you've watched anything these guys have worked on, 
you're going to be happy. <laughs> this is exactly what you're thinking. It's exactly what you're expecting. And it's going to make you so happy. And even when you're expecting it, it just sort of comes right out of nowhere. Yeah. Just like, it's, a little, it's a little extra. Also, something worth noting in this is the way they present characters. If you've seen Kill the Kill, you might remember that when characters are introduced, they put or an attack is done, they put a big thing on the screen to say what the attack is. Yes, yes. They do the exact same thing um, for oh, this, for amazing. introducing characters, for introducing locations, and there's a great moment at the end where the this happens and it actually impacts the environment around Yes, them. the uh, actual words that they summon to say what the thing is mm. accidentally drops in the background and they're just like, what? I love <laughs> the framing in yeah. this film as well. You get to see all different perspectives of the characters. It's really good. Mm. But um, look, we should probably wrap up because I think we, we're about 20 minutes of ranting on this already. Yes. And I can and go forever. I can honestly, go a picture is worth a thousand words. This is a moving picture, so it's probably worth many more. Just go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Hurt. <laughs> if you are in Australia, this is in the cinemas for the next week that we know of for sure. It's a limited run being put on by Madman and Anime Lab, and I can tell you, it's definitely worth checking out. If you can hear us out there, just go and see it. Do mm. yourselves a favour. Like, it, big thank you to Madman and Anime Lab because the last couple of years, they've done an exceptional job of getting these big anime films on the screen here. Mm -hmm. And I know it's the same in the US for G-Kids mm. um, and a couple of other groups over there doing fantastic work. So mm. There's no background you need to have before going to see it. It's standalone. Mm -hmm. Just check it out. Just go see it. We have to finish... But we'll be back in about a week's time. Because it's actually a week this time. You should see Kyle at the moment. He's just like I'm rotating around his mic. Someone's got to do it as I'm dancing around and pushing all the yeah. buttons he's, and playing the volume. You've still got volumes. the music in your, in your mind, don't you? I do. You guys still <laughs> won't allow me to have too many buttons on this side. <laughs> no, no. You, you get the one button and you keep changing what it does. <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much for listening to this yeah. episode of Kawaii Fi Extra, our second episode. Ever of Kawaii Fi Extra. We'll be back with the main Kawaii Fi Radio episode in a week's time in which we are going to talk about... Studio In. Ghibli. Oh, oh yes. Ba -ba -ba. <laughs> Where were you going? I, was, I thought you meant You're Studio You're still in, in Pro Mare Land. <laughs> Everyone's really still in Pro Mare Land. Are. It's going to take us a while to recover. But looking forward to Studio Ghibli next episode. Well, I mean, it's 11.30 at night here when we're recording and... You know, when you get out the cinema and you're all amped up, you've got to put that energy somewhere. Yes, I needed to take a Panadol after that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, just I, I needed a harsh drink to calm my nerves. I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a week's time. As usual, thank you for listening. And as always, watch, watch some anime. anime. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>